I don't care if they remember me. Only Jesus. This is Dreamwalker1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker1960. Now I need to restate the title of this podcast. A person's worst enemy in their salvation, other than Satan, is themselves. Yes, you heard and read that correctly. Before I continue, let us get some biblical reinforcement. Hebrews chapter 6, verses 4 through 6. For it is impossible to bring back to repentance those who were once enlightened, those who have experienced the good things of heaven and shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the power of the ages to come, and who then turn away from God. It is impossible to bring such people back to repentance. By rejecting the Son of God, they themselves are nailing him to the cross once again and holding him up to public shame. Now once again there are those listening or reading that are scoffing at what I said, even though I have read the Word of God. Let that sink in. They think they are scoffing at me, but in reality they are scoffing at God. I have been attacked and challenged multiple times over this truth. They have thrown out that I don't know what I'm talking about. They have argued that their way is the only way. They have accused me of judging them. As of the latter, I will say this per the Bible once again. 2 Timothy 4, 1-5 I solemnly urge you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he comes to set up his kingdom, Preach the word of God. Be prepared whether the times is favorable or not. Patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. But you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. But enough of the foundation. It is time for an anecdote or two. I now live full-time in an RV as guided by God to reduce my needs upon worldly wealth. Matthew 6, 19-24 it was this last Palm Sunday, and I had just finished shopping at Walmart and was occupied with sorting things out in the RV and getting a quick bite before continuing upon our journey. Just before I was getting ready to go, a man pulls up in front of my RV, making it difficult for me to maneuver to get out of the parking lot. He was driving an expensive pickup with an automatic tailgate. He was also dressed in a suit. Since it was Sunday and shortly afternoon, it was obvious he had just come from church. I got out and confronted him for making it difficult for me to leave. His retort 
was that it was a free parking lot. I said it was a good day to act like a Christian, and he stated, Yes, it is, implying I was not being Christian in my behavior, which I will concede may partly be true, for I am only human. I stated that God loved him, and so do I. Then struggled to leave the parking lot, doing my best not to do damage to anyone's property. Christ said this, Matthew 7:12, Do to others whatever you would have others do to you. This is the essence of what is taught in the Law and the Prophets. Additionally, this man made his older friend walk 30 feet carrying a heavy golf bag. Romans 12.16 Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 2 for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than himself. So this man just came from church and behaved in a haughty, selfish, and self-serving attitude. Now you're starting to see the truth within the Bible when it states salvation can be lost. 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 20-22 through 22. And when people escape from the wickedness of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, and then get tangled up and enslaved by sin again, they are worse off than before. It would be better if they had never known the way to righteousness than to know it and then reject the command they were given to live a holy life. To prove the truth of this proverb, a dog returns to its vomit and another says a washed pig returns to the mud. God was trying to get this man's attention. I have prayed that he will eventually hear what God is trying to tell him. When being a follower of Jesus Christ, we are told, we must die to the self. That is why I state that our greatest enemy in our salvation is ourselves. We are to be humble, placing the other humans before ourselves. The man I made reference to could have backed his car closer to his friend, which was very doable. This would have been considerate to his friend carrying the golf bag and would not have caused me any issues when leaving the parking lot. The very first commandment is to place no other God before God. Too many assume this is a reference to idolatry. This is partly correct. One thing people have to understand when it comes to understanding Hebrew is that every word has three meanings. Therefore, we humans placing ourselves before anyone else is calling ourselves quote-unquote God and placing us before our Creator, Exodus 20, verse 3. Most of the world do this even if they say they are Christians or not, thus making themselves their own worst enemy when it comes to seeking after eternal life. Millions will come to this truth in the worst possible way. 
they believed themselves to be standing before God, ready to be accepted into his presence when the first rapture occurs. They instead will find themselves left here in this temporal realm upon that day, stunned in disbelief, for in their eyes they were Christian, even though they lived their lives like Pharisees. Luke chapter 16 verses 14 through 15. Now the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, also heard all these words, and they derided him. And he said to them, You are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your heart. For what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. For they have lived their lives in what is seen as an abomination to God, seeking only after their own self-glorification, seeking after expensive pickups, for example, instead of using that money to spread the gospel to the world. 1 Timothy 6, 17-19 Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, not to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Let them do good, that they may be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. They shouldn't be living to play golf or participate in any other activities that will take them away from their service to God, sporting events, television, movies, etc., etc., we are all guilty in this regard. We all fall short, for we all have not been taught correctly how to be true followers of Jesus Christ. That is why, even though through all I do for God, I will be surprised upon that day when the trumpets blow and the shouts from heaven are heard, and I find myself standing in the presence of God. Matthew seven thirteen through 14 You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. But the gate to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only a few ever find it. An additional part of being your own worst enemy is believing that you can live in sin and still be one with God. This is an outright lie given by the God of this world who is identified in this verse. 2 Corinthians 4.4 4. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. He has deceived many, promising they can live as they wish in this world. He rewards and encourages them. Yet Christ made it clear we will receive few, if any, rewards in this temporal realm. Matthew 6, 19-24 What he does promise is hardship and pain, for the world will hate those that are true to God through Jesus Christ. 2 Timothy 2, 10-12 So, I am willing to endure anything if it will bring salvation and eternal life in Christ Jesus to those God has chosen. This is a trustworthy saying. If we die with him, we will also live with him. 
if we endure hardship, we will reign with him. If we deny him, he will deny us. For our rewards are not promised in this short temporal existence, but in the eternal life that is yet to be. Matthew 5:11-12. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad. For a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. Would you rather be a billionaire or live billions of years with the true wealth of serving the creator of this universe? Jeremiah asked these questions. Jeremiah 12, 1. Lord, you always give me justice when I bring a case before you. So let me bring this complaint. Why are the wicked so prosperous? Why are the evil people so happy? As mentioned before in 2 Corinthians, the answer is due to who is in control of this temporal realm, Satan. It is he who rewards those that live carefree and with wealth in this temporal existence. If you are not persecuted for what you believe or teach, then you are not teaching the word of God, but the lies of Satan. Any living the high life and prospering here in the world, especially if they are hoarding it for themselves and not sharing it with those in need, per 1 Timothy 6, 17-19, are not serving God. They are serving themselves as per the example given in today's study and the ruler of this temporal realm, Satan. I will close with verses from 1 Timothy 6, chapter 6, verses 3 through 10. Some people may contradict our teachings, but these are the wholesome teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. These teachings promote a godly life. Anyone who teaches something different is arrogant and lacks understanding. Such a person has an unhealthy desire to quibble over the meaning of words. They stir up arguments ending in jealousy, division, slander, and evil suspicions. These people always cause trouble. Their minds are corrupt, and they have turned their backs upon the truth. To them, a show of godliness is a way to become wealthy. Yet true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. After all, we brought nothing with us when we came into this world, and we can't take anything with us when we leave. So, if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else Make a name the world remembers But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams I got lost in the light and it was up to me To make a name the world remembers Jesus is the only name.
to remember and I Jesus.